Welcome to Harvest Hour with Reverend Dr. Godwin Alija. Today's message is from the vast teaching archives of the man of God, who is also the lead pastor of the Harvest Missions Chapel, Assemblies of God International Church, a first century church in the 21st century world. Join us today as we explore truths of God's word for the building up of our faith and victorious living in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Now, today's message. What is up to foreign soil to work a distant land? Oh, yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you will speak today to your children. Prepare us for this season. Father, we pray that this season will not pass us by without you blessing us. So we open our hearts and our minds that, Father, you will speak to us. You will bless us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you tired? I know it's a, a very tiring season, but God is going to move anyway. Please give me Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18, and I'll read all the way to verse number 24. That is going to be the pivot of our convention, and I'm going to start today with uh, some time of prayer. Uh, tomorrow morning, we are going to have communion, uh, little changes. Prophet Simon is arriving tonight, <laughs> and so tomorrow morning, he's going to be with us. And we will pray, take communion, and he's going to be with us tomorrow evening as well. And Sunday morning, Saturday night, is going to be something else in this house. Uh, like uh, Minister Belinda said, last year by this time, we were on lockdown. And we had to transmit from an obscure place. But the Holy Spirit still moved, amen. All right. For you have not come to what could be touched to a blazing fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to the blast of a trumpet and the sound of words, to those who heard it begged that another word be spoken to them. For they could not bear what was commanded, and even if an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. Hey. And the appearance was so terrifying that Moses said, I am terrified and trembling. Instead, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to the mirrors of angels in festive gatherings, to the assembly of the firstborn whose names have been written in heaven, to God who is the judge of all, to the spirits of righteous people made perfect. Hallelujah. To Jesus, this is my favorite. Mediator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood which says better things than the blood of Abel. The writer of Hebrews is carefully painting a picture of the Old Testament to us. 
Once upon a time, man fell out of favor with God. Bible said God created everything and it was perfect. And the enemy entered into this world and deceived man to sin. And since the fall of man, Bible says that we have been alienated from God. And that started the mirage of our woes. Now, we, we got to a place where we were holding each other, you know, at the neck. We, there, was, there was chaos. God did everything to restore some normalcy into the world. So, if you read the Bible carefully, there are some attempts in the past that God undertook to reconcile man to himself. One of the things the Lord did was to establish covenants. But we noticed that most of these covenants did not work. The reason why the covenants did not work was because part of it depended on us, we the human beings. How many of you know that we, our hearts are so desperately wicked? Anything that human beings are involved in <laughs> is bound to be some ways. Sometimes you sit there, you complain about people, but you too, you are some ways. <laughs> you know, you can sit down and dissect and trisect until you take your time. You know, uh, please do something about that thing. It's distracting me. You know, Isaiah was a prophet who prophesied a lot of woes unto the people of Israel. Isaiah chapter 1, woe unto the people of Israel. You did this, you did that. God will punish you. Isaiah chapter 2, woe unto the people of Israel because you did not do this. God is coming with his, 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 his firebrand anger. Isaiah chapter 3, woe unto the people of Israel. Isaiah chapter 4, woe unto the people of Israel. Isaiah chapter 5, woe unto the people of Israel. Until Isaiah chapter 6, he said, woe is me. <laughs> After shouting the woe, 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 woe on the people, Bible says that the year, the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw God. And when he saw God, he was so convicted he was so convicted that this time he realized that he was so unclean. He was so filthy. He, he didn't even deserve to prophesy. And instead of saying woe to the people of Israel, he said, woe is me, for I am undone. I am a man with unclean lips, for I dwell in the midst of unclean Bible says that whoever thinks he is he has not sinned is a liar. Because we are all filthy. Bible says in Romans 3:23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So if you are here and you are being you are being convicted under the power of sin and you are feeling all the kinds of welcome to the club. Because for all have sinned. And falling short to the glory of God. And the way 
wages of sin is death. Sin is work, That's why we get wages for it. But I'm glad the, the scripture didn't end there. He says, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So, if you look at the Old Testament, God did not, God, God was frustrated because he thought that human beings could, should, can just reason. So, don't do this. So, he gave the Ten Commandments. If you don't do this, thou shall not. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. And that is why when we use the word holier than thou, because thou is, doesn't do wrong. So, if you say you are holier than thou, that means that the Ten Commandments you have ra. Amen. I'm establishing a case this evening. So, anytime they sinned, God was angry with them. Moses would go and beg God, please, what would the Egyptians say? That you brought these people out of Egypt and destroyed them. What kind of testimony is this? Moses would go and beg, beg. God said, Moses, please clear off and let me do what I want to do. Moses, move, move away. And Moses would say, no, God, you would have to blot my name from the book of life first. I like that man, Moses. One day when we go to heaven, I will go and shake his hands. He stood. Can you imagine? In those days, God will show up on the mountain. And the mountain will be so hot. That if you don't know and you touch the mountain, even animals were in trouble. Amen. Even animals. And God will show up in his glory and he will speak. And you see, this man is so holy that when he speaks, you realize that you are nothing. You, you fall like you are dead. You know, in the, in, the, in the book of John, the revelation, when he says, I was like a dead man. I was, there was no breath in me. So Moses, the writer of Hebrews, was trying to explain that that dispensation, that dispensation of fire, of God's wrath and anger, of God's destruction, of God coming against anything that is impure. He says, by the grace of God, we are in the dispensation where Jesus himself came down onto this earth and atoned for our sins. Bible says that he became the mediator of a new covenant. The new covenant is that the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary cross. If you and I will confess and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, that new covenant says that we are born again and we are justified through Christ Jesus. You see, in our bid to make sure that we all align. We don't preach the blood of Jesus and its effect well. He's not the mediator. So what it means is that when you accept him as Lord, he immediately washes and cleanses you of, of your sin and he gives us the ability to do good. Because what is inside us is rotten and bad. We can't do good by ourselves. It is Jesus who comes to live in us that enables us to begin to speak well. To begin to walk well. To be, begin
begin to think well, to begin to take authority, to begin to command things that are not as though they were. It is Jesus. So the more of Jesus we have in us, the better we become. So he's saying that to Jesus, mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood, which says better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel called for vengeance. The blood of Abel says that let Cain not be forgiven. But the blood of Jesus called for forgiveness. The blood of Jesus called for redemption. All we have to do is to accept this blood and to walk in faith in the word of God. You see, when you continue to think like the old way, like I always say here, the public toilet effect, you will live in the old way. But when you begin to know that we have been redeemed, every day you make a conscious effort. Every day you walk by faith. That's why the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So, the blood of Jesus today has spoken and will continue to speak. Somewhere in the book of Job, Job prayed and says that God, let not the dead continue to speak against me. See, there are people who are dead, but they are still speaking. Because they have made some pronouncements and some voices. They've said some things that are still militating against us. But by the blood of Jesus, we cancel all these voices. But by the blood of Jesus, we cancel all these voices. All the, in the, all the things that are crashing us. All the things that are telling us we cannot do it. We, we, we take our stand in the Lord. And we cancel them. In the name of Jesus. So, the writer of Hebrews was carefully crafting what God has done for us through Jesus. So, we, 2,000 years ago by this time, Jesus was taking supper with his disciples and serving them communion. And Judas is already being deceived by Satan to betray Jesus. So, Jesus, by now, probably, John was probably lying on his chest. I can picture. And those days, they would take the communion cup around. Everybody would drink small. I'm told that when he got to the turn of Judas, he drank half. And so, these days, we don't send the cup around. So that Judas will not finish their content. Everybody take your own. That's just by the way. And Bible says that Jesus was beginning to groan because he knew that the assignment that was given him on earth, the time had come. And so later on today, he'll be going to the Garden of Gethsemane and he'll be praying till droplets of blood will begin to come from his forehead. And he'll be crying to the Father and say, Father, if it be your will, let this cup but he quickly added nevertheless not my will but your will be done Jesus was preparing 2000 years ago to pay a price for you and I you know a lot of people have argued that they don't believe that Jesus ever lived 
I was reading the testimony of a, of a police detective who knows how to investigate crimes that have been committed many years ago. He called them the cold case crime, cold case. And he says, he, he was an atheist. And he wanted to prove that Jesus never lived. So he was using those strategies that he would use. If maybe somebody had died like 20 years ago, all the witnesses are dead. All the people who were supposed to give you information are not dead. How would I still find out that this crime was actually committed by somebody? We call it a cold case. So he titled it Cold Case Christianity. And in his research, he started looking at what unbelievers even said about Jesus. He looked at what people who hated Jesus said. He looked at the Jews and the Gentiles. And he looked at the evidence, the archaeological uh, uh, remains. And he came to the conclusion that Jesus indeed existed. He came to the conclusion that Jesus did not only exist, but he's the son of God. Jesus paid the price so that you and I today will be living and active. But there's a problem, and that's what we are going to deal with before we leave here today. The problem is that if Jesus is the answer, what is the question? If Jesus is the answer, what is the question? If Jesus brings solution, why are we still waiting to bring our knees before him? Why are we still carrying those those burdens that has already been dealt with. The problem with the Christian faith is not that the blood of Jesus is not powerful. It's that we are not bringing issues that the blood of Jesus must deal with to him to deal with. And so we feel like, God, this is yours. Take care of this. But as for this one, uh, it looks like I will have to take care of that. You cannot solve any problem. You cannot solve any problem. You have not created a fingernail before. You are, we have Bible says, for we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers of darkness, wicked spirit in high places. And that is why Bible says, we should therefore put on the full armor of God, so that we can come against every fairy dart of the devil. The blood of Jesus is powerful. But unless we tap into it and we use it, it will not help us. So this convention, we are saying, let the blood speak for us. We say, let the blood speak concerning our marriage. We say, let the blood speak concerning our job. We say, let the blood speak concerning our future. We say, let the blood speak concerning our, our businesses. We say, let the blood speak. Because Bible says that he speaks better things. He is able to speak and counsel and rebuke and denounce anything that militates against his own. Let the blood speak. So when he went to the cross and he shouted Tetelesta, Tetelesta meaning it is finished, he meant that everything that we ever suffered, his blood has atoned, his blood has spoken, his blood has paid it. We have explained many times in this house what Tetelesta means, that it is finished, that the debt is paid. One of the the, the meanings of Tetelesta that we didn't even talk about was the fact that if you were a prisoner and you were serving and they would take you to court and they jail you, the day you finish serving your t- 
term, your sentence, because the guards will come every day to watch. They would actually nail Tetelesta by your cell. It means that you have finished serving your sentence. So Jesus saying Tetelesta says that the sentence that the enemy took us through has been paid for. The pain that we have endured all these years at Bina is been settled. And now it is now up to us to come out of the prison freed. Because you can still stay there even though God has sent Jesus to pay our price. And that is what a lot of believers are doing. We have already been redeemed but the devil is still plaguing us because we don't have the certificate or we are not able to show the certificate and apply the certificate that shows that we have indeed been freed. So a lot of believers are like the, the, the hen that you know when you tie them at one place for a long time and you even free them, they are still lying there. Sometimes you have to even, hey, hey, you, you suck them and they will fly small and they will still lie down. Because they don't realize they've been freed. Because they have been bound too long. That they, they are not able to assess their freedom. But tonight in the name of Jesus, I pray that we would assess our freedom in the Lord. Anything that has, has fought us, tonight we are going to make declarations. We are going to pray that we, the blood of Jesus will speak for us. We are going to prepare. So we are going to spend the rest of the time praying indeed. And we are going to ask that God, if indeed you sent Jesus to die for us, and Jesus became the atonement for our sins, the propitiation for our sins, then Lord, whatever you said concerning us in the Bible, may it come to pass. God, let the blood speak for us. Let the blood stand in the gap for us. When the enemy comes against us like a flood, let the blood of Jesus lift a standard against the enemy. We need to speak. You see, if you don't speak it, it won't come to pass. I remember one time I was in the fast and I was lying at the foot of a bed and all of a sudden it's like some something, somebody entered the room and this person initially I thought was an angel because he had the appearance of an angel and when this person was getting closer to me something in my spirit says this is not of God this person is not from God, this person is here to harm you so all of a sudden I I was like, you know how you want to shout Jesus, but the, you are not able to shout Jesus. How many of you have experienced that before? Yeah, I have friends and loved ones. And finally, I shouted, Jesus! Then, 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 then this, this person, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but in between somewhere, just looked at me surprised. It's like, and in my mind, it's like, how did you know? Because I thought I had disguised myself enough. How did you know? Then I said, Jesus. Then all of a sudden, the image just started rushing out of the room. And I got up and I said, so I had the power. It was lying in my bosom. But this enemy will still come. But if I am able to master the courage and gather the strength and shout the name of Jesus, this enemy cannot stop. He cannot hurt me. He would run from me. 
People of God, the name of Jesus is still powerful. People of God, the name of Jesus is still potent. The name of Jesus still works. I have seen it many, many times on the field that things come, there are some impossible situations. Even recently, when we started raising money for, for, for our land, look at what Jesus did. That name is still working. And I want to encourage you that if only you will come to a place of understanding that God has finished the work and ours is to just apply the name and apply the blood. The devil cannot intimidate us anymore. So we want to pray. We want to come before God. We want to invoke some scriptures and begin to pray and, 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 and activate the scriptures. You see, a lot of us, if you don't read your Bible, you are not able to tell what God has done. And you are not able to apply because the devil fears the word of God more than anything. If you apply the word of God properly, the enemy cannot face you. How many of you understand what the Lord is doing with us? So tonight, we are going to apply the blood of Jesus. We are going to get up and say, Jesus, we thank you for the finished work on the cross. We thank you for what you have done for us. But today, we, have, we, are, we are going to apply that blood. We are not just going to sit down and be behaving like royals who don't have power. We want to apply that blood. We want to speak by that blood. Rise to your feet right now. And open your mouth and begin to thank God for the blood. Begin to thank God for the blood. Begin to thank God for the blood. I say open your mouth and thank God for the blood. 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 The blood of Jesus. The blood that was shed on the cross. The blood that was shed for our redemption. The blood speaks better things. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Thank God for the blood. 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 Oh, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, the blood that speaks better things, the blood that speaks redemption, the blood that speaks forgiveness, the blood that delivers. Lift your voice. Don't go for the blood. 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 I can't do it. 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 I can't do
said to me, Bible says that whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, it is not something that you have done to deserve. We don't deserve that blood. We don't deserve Jesus. But because God so loved the oh, world, yes, he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish. We want to say, God, we don't deserve you. We don't deserve Jesus. We want to thank you that you sent Jesus our way. Because without the shedding of blood, there would there not have been remission for our sins. Lift your voice and thank God for the blood one more time. Oh, yes, Lord. For an amazing grace. Lift your voice. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for saving us. Even though, Lord, we take nothing, oh God, to deserve this. This is amazing love. This is so called amazing. Karashandala.
but because of the blood we are forgiven. I want you to thank God for the forgiveness of our sins. He has forgive, he forgiven our sins. He has cleansed us of all unrighteousness. Thank God for the forgiveness of our sins through the blood. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Thank God that you too you are here so. If God would want to hold us for all the wrongs we have done. Thank him. Let your voice and thank him. Let your voice, Father, I thank you for the forgiveness of sins. I thank you for cleansing me. sense the power of healing in this house. Bible says that are you with me? Okay. Whether the devil likes it or not, we shall be healed. Bible says that who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sin might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. When were we healed? When were we healed? You were healed. I want you to say, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, speak, speak concerning my health. Anything in my body that is not of you, let the blood of Jesus speak. Any friend and loved one that is being plagued by any sickness, let the blood speak. Let the blood speak. I said, let the blood speak. Let your voice and begin to pray. Let your voice and begin to pray. 
Apply the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus speak. Let the blood of Jesus speak. Let the blood of Jesus speak. I speak over your life. I speak over your health. I said, let the blood speak for you. Let the blood speak for you. Let the blood speak for you. I cancel every power of darkness. I pray for healing. Let the blood speak. Little voice, little voice, little voice, little voice. said to them, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Some of us are dead before we don't even know. You see, you can be walking but you are dead. Oh. Some of us are spiritually dead, depraved. But Bible says that tomorrow we are going to serve communion, so don't miss tomorrow. Come early by 8 20, be here. 8.30 we start service. We are going to pray again. That the blood that was shed for me, let that blood give me life. Anyone who feels spiritually dead, the blood has already been atoned for us. Amen. Pray that God, Amen. let the blood resurrect me. Wherever I am, wherever I have been buried, in the name of Jesus, let the blood resurrect me. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Little voice. Little voice. Lord, give me life. Give me life. Lord, give me life. Give me life. Through the blood of Jesus. Give me life. Give me life. Little voice. Pray that Jesus will give you life. The blood that was shed. Let 
In the name of Jesus. Let me show you something in Mark chapter 5 just to make this point because the devil is a bad devil. You see, if the devil can cause us to disbelieve the power in the blood of Jesus, he has succeeded in his work. He succeeded. And the devil can take us to places where you are walking and breathing but you are dead. Until you discover the power in the blood. You cannot walk. Some of us are around, but the, our spirits are troubled. Every time we are, we are grieved. God did not design us to be like that. Look at what happened to this man, Mark chapter 5. They went across the lake to the region of the garrisons. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit came from the tombs. Look at it. It's, this man is not dead. But you see where the evil spirit has taken the man? The tombs. To meet him. This man lived in the tombs. And no one could bind him anymore. Not even with chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot. But because of demonic anointing, he's able to tore the chains apart and, and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, this is the sad part. Demonic anointing. No? Hey, the devil can cause you to do some things you would think is a miracle. <laughs> I said the devil is a bad devil. No? Let's be careful. No? See, night and day among the tombs, in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. Leave it there. Nipa, bumwadisa human being. You are not dead. Your home is where dead people are. And you, you inflict pain on you yourself and you cry. The man took stone. Some of us, we are cutting ourselves with stones and we are screaming and crying. May Jesus come to our aid. Amen. May Jesus deliver us. Amen. Because some of the things that we are going through, Jesus already paid the price for us. But we ourselves, we are cutting ourselves with stones. And we are crying. Of course. But listen, look at what happened. Go to the next verse. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He said, he shouted at the top of his voice, what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most? These are the demons talking. You see, when the master, when you are mega and a mega meet, you see that mega ho ho. When the master, the Jesus, the Son of God showed up, the man ran from the tomb and came. And the evil spirit was saluting their boss because they know that Jesus is the name of Jesus is above every name. Bible says in Philippians that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. We are going to pray that those of us who have been locked up in a grave, right now, the blood of Jesus will release us. Amen. Those of us who are in, in, in the, have changed the gear into suicidal mode, we ourselves, we are committing spiritual suicide. Jesus, have mercy on us. Lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Pray with all seriousness. Pray with all seriousness. Pray with all seriousness. God, 
Let's pray. I feel like the Spirit of God wants me to dwell here a little bit and then we'll take our last prayer. There are a lot of people in the church but they are still under the bondage of the devil. Yes. A lot of us have not yielded to the finished work of Jesus on the cross. And it is already paid for. It has been paid for. Can you imagine? You go to town. You come back. You are hungry. Mommy has already cooked some nice meal. But because you don't know it. And you don't even know where the meal is. You go and take a drink. How many of you know a drink? Yeah, 83. And you'll be knocking a drink and be chewing a drink. It's a band of hot Now, so area Adri. Now, Kupona is a band of hot sauce. Now, Adri and Eri, we want to pray tonight. Listen, this is very pathetic. We want to cry to God and say, God, there are some things that we are going through that we don't have to go through because Jesus, you have already paid the price for us. Right now, we invoke the blood. We invoke the blood. Invoke the blood over our family. We invoke the blood over our family, over our loved ones. We don't have to go through. Healing is for us. Deliverance is for us. Let the blood of Jesus speak. Let the blood of Jesus speak. Let the blood of Jesus speak. Every pain, every pain, my Lord, speak for my family. Speak for agency. Speak for my daughters.
When you go home tonight, in the name of Jesus, read Mark chapter 5 and pray with Mark chapter 5 and say, God, deliver me from those chains. Deliver me from the tomb. When Jesus showed up, the man was free. In fact, the man started preaching. The man was supposed to be a preacher. Some of us, the reason why we are suffering is because there's a calling on our lives. And the devil knows that if we are released, we will do amazing things for God. Let me show you what happened. You let me just read this one before we read Revelation. Go to verse 8 quickly. I'll read three verses and then we'll pray and we'll finish it. For Jesus has said to him, come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? He said, Legion, go to verse 10. And they begged Jesus. You see, the demons are begging Jesus. The Jesus that has redeemed us. The Jesus who lives in us. The devil is begging Jesus. If you are able to use the name of Jesus, the devil will beg you. The devil. Some of us, you are rather begging the devil. The devil should beg you. Go to verse 11. And the large head of the pigs, go to verse 12. The demons beg Jesus, send us among the pigs. They are still begging. They are begging. And he gave them permission. And you see, we, we give evil spirit. <laughs> Jesus gave them permission. And the evil spirit came out and went into the pigs. And then the head, and then they went to drown. Go to verse 14. Those tending the pigs got angry. Go to verse 15. That's why the Jews don't like pigs. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind and they were afraid. They were afraid because if only you knew that that blood is able to restore us into our right mind and our right senses. Go, go to the next verse. Let me see something. Those who had seen uh, uh, it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs as well. Uh -huh. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. And Jesus was getting into the boat. The man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus did not let him but said, go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So, some of us, there's a calling on our lives. May the Lord deliver us so that we can, we can speak Amen. to people. Amen. Now, give me Revelations. We are ending because we are going to come here tomorrow. Give me Revelations chapter 12 verse 11. And then we'll read Philippians chapter 2. And then we'll do, do the final prayer. Bible said, they overcame him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from the death. Now, we are talking about the power in the blood. Now, give me Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5. Verse number 5. He said, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Uh -huh. Who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Uh -huh. But made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in, in human likeness. 
that's not what I want to dwell on. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. This is the Easter season. He humbled himself, even to the point of death. Uh -huh. Therefore, God exalted his name to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Is there any place we have not covered? Is there any place we are not covered? He said every knee will bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Yes. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We want to take our authority over the kingdom of darkness. We want to say that tonight before we leave here, let the blood of Jesus exalt us. Let the blood of Jesus take us from, from challenges, from all those, those little voices that begin to pray. Please lift your right hands with me and say with me, my father, my father, my father, my father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus I thank you, I thank you for, my redemption. for my redemption. Tonight, Tonight I, take authority I take authority in the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. And, I command and I command that the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus will, speak for me. will speak for me. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus will, deliver me. will deliver me. That the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus will, heal me. will heal me. Father, during this Easter season, during this season, all the problems that has plagued me, in the name of Jesus, I command them to go. In Jesus' name, say, I take my deliverance by force. In Jesus' name, slap your hands and let the shout to God. Thanks for tuning in. We believe you've been blessed by today's word. For video recordings of teachings by Reverend Alija, visit our Facebook page at Harvest Missions Chapel. For prayers and counseling, kindly call or WhatsApp the numbers 0244-865-523 or 054-230-3868. To share your testimonies or to support the ministry in cash or kind, Contact us on 0244-865-523.